Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Thursday, August 3, 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz. And uh, along with my wife, we founded both Elijah List here uh, starting 26 years ago, and now you're on to Elijah Streams in the last few years. Uh, we just really appreciate your support and love to us. My wife and I are just very, very blessed. We, we got a box full of letters yesterday from the office, and we go through the ones we can. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, uh, so we get, go through the ones we can. But anyway, we got a new clock today. The other one wore out, so hopefully you can see that. It might even be easier than the last way we had it. So anyway, welcome to the program. Um, let me just see a uh, quick reminder that Mike Thompson will be with us tomorrow. He always has high level revelation, third heaven revelation. His book is on third heaven, third heaven revelation. So, all right, I'm going to read you. We have a premiering uh, episode of American warriors right now. So let me read the, um, the description about what you're about to see. So it says, if you met 102 year old Joe McPhail, you would be surprised to learn he is the oldest remaining World War II Corse Air pilot still living. He was commissioned just two days before the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor and fought, and he fought in the Pacific Theater. Today in part one, Joe talks about his plane and what it's like to fly against an enemy trying to shoot you down. Here's a preview of that. Wildcat didn't have a hydraulic system. The Corsair did, you know. You charge the guns hydraulically and folded the wings, everything. Uh, even raised the gear hydraulically to where the wildcat you cranked. You know, whistling death. Uh, they they claim the Japanese nicknamed it. Uh, I have about 1,025 hours in a Corsair and uh, I never have had an accident or anything, and so I, I'm pretty well impressed with it. Uh, it it had, had a lot of power. spots that we I mean I just get motivated by watching all the different tribes we've helped and and uh, we've done a lot in the Native Americans it's more complex with the Native Americans because they've got um, sorry to say the white man if you will uh, one of which I am have put on restrictions about what they can do with water it's very bureaucratic and uh, they don't have the control of their water that they should rightfully have hopefully that will get rectified soon um, I have a sense that that's going to get fixed somewhere along the line that the tribe can do what they want with their water. So, all right. Uh, I think we've done everything except I want to play this for you. Uh, Johnny Enlow, of course, comes on every Monday and sometimes we'll have him in the middle of the week too, when we share a guest between us. But, um, I have observed about Johnny that when he writes something out as potent as he is when he's on the show, he's sometimes, I think even more potent, uh, and, well said, however you would say that when he writes it out. And he had a word for the body of Christ on August 1 and what we see coming uh, in the United States. 
And so we, because we don't have his voice, he wrote it out. So we have Emily reads the copy for you on this very, very important word that just came out on August 1. So without further delay, Emily, go ahead and play that. Word of the Lord that came to me for the month of August. The zeal of the Lord will perform it. This phrase is from Isaiah 9-7 on the tail end of the prophet telling of the birth of Jesus and his call to be ever increasing his government on earth. From Jesus' appearance and on, his kingdom would be never-ending and ever-increasing. As to the how, the zeal of the Lord will perform it. We are in a month where the zeal of the Lord will be on display, going after giants that are greater and mightier than we, but unbelievably puny when measured up against the Lord of hosts. Klaus Schwab and your demonically engorged ego, watch for a tap on your shoulder from the Lord God mighty in battle. Your forum is about to be written on by he who actually owns the earth. Your elite members and celebrities are about to be on the upside down end of the pyramid they thought they ruled. The great reset you have contended for will be hilariously crushed by he who sits in the heavens and derides your attempt to challenge and preempt his great reset. How will this be? The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. The same cloak of divine passion that brought Jesus into the world will now be on display as we accelerate into Jesus receiving the reward for his suffering. Great word, great word of the Lord, and and uh, you know he you know he's basically pronouncing, declaring, prophesying the judgment on the World Economic Forum coming right up. You know, and he's saying he just said this in August is going to be a month like that, and of course usually it's launches something and then that continues on. So. Uh, it sounds like a more focused judgment starts hitting the World Economic Forum this month, more focused than ever and going forward, I'm sure. So anyway, welcome to that. Uh, all right, time to bring in Barry Weiss. It's going to be quite the thing today. I've seen some of the notes. So without further delay, here's Barry. Barry Weiss, good to see you, man. Hey, it's so good to be with you again, Steve. Nice to always nice to have you, and I notice your revelation gets more and more pointed, and more and more detailed, and more and more. Man, you're you're telling secrets, and uh, and we're going to see that. I mean, I have a couple of things to ask you before we jump into this work because you you started talking about Kennedy and nine eleven last week, I think it was. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, month, yeah, three weeks ago or something. When we had you, yeah, that's what I remember. Last time we had you on, and. Um, then it sounds like this is more the same and amplified and deep, more detailed. And so I was going to ask you, so that people would say, well, how do we know Barry didn't get this revelation by talking to other people and other patriots or whatever? Talk, tell them what you told me about how the revelation comes to you. And is everything you're about to share, is this by revelation? Yeah, so back, uh, you know, July the 8th, I laid down in the afternoon for a little afternoon nap. And I was taken into a dream and and dream slash encounter where he took me into a file room. And uh, within that room, there was, you know, boxes of and it wasn't it was a government building, but it wasn't as if it was uh, a vault. So but it was still highly secured. And there was, you know, this pile of boxes that became uh, a video that I started to watch like what was in those files came to life in front of my eyes and i was and the lord took me into it and uh 
and it, you know, so here I'm standing in in this encounter, and and you know, to go back, I mean, he took me in and showed me, you know, the day of the assassination of JFK, mm. and uh, and he took me in then in behind the scenes and the CIA <clears throat> and different ones that had been orchestrating, kind of involved in it, and then he took me into uh, Switzerland into, you know, the bank of all banks over there yeah and, uh, anyway as kind of came through that there was he took me back into that storage room and there was another pile of boxes that he also took me into and uh and so uh there was a, you know, and that was 9 11 you know on that day so so for me steve how much you know i mean obviously we all lived through through 9 11 you know if you were alive you know, you live right, you know, right. You knew a certain amount, but I wasn't. You know, I haven't been the guy that has researched and you know dug into. I mean, that that's not me. Uh, so you know, there obviously are some. Oh, things. I mean, another way of saying that is you don't know that much, and you didn't ask for this, right? I mean, did you? I mean, maybe you did. Maybe you asked for revelation on this on these no, subjects. No, okay. I mean, you know, Steve. For me, it's like opening up a window and you wait for a bird to fly in. You can't control what that bird does and how it when it's going to fly in the window. And, and for me, revelation, you know, you just posture yourself. You don't know what's going to fly, what the Holy Spirit's going to bring. Got it. Now, before we jump into that, uh, and I know we're going to pray here in just a minute too, but before, but before we jump into this word, I ask you off the air, um, even though everything you're sharing is by revelation, was there a difference? Uh, additional revelation on these same things that you can't tell us because they they belong to oh my goodness that was that was powerful you can't uh, tell us because it belongs to the government that needs to be informed and correct and talk about that correct okay and then is it fair to ask maybe you can't say that you have, have you has some of this gotten to government officials uh i i have forwarded it <clears throat> to to some so okay people within the government realms that okay well yeah that will yeah. get it to the right people is that a good way to say it <clears throat> i know you yeah. have to be careful about what you're saying so that's correct yes. okay all right well listen let's go ahead and pray i'll have you lead us in prayer and then i'm going to have you jump into this there's quite a bit of stuff there today so yeah yeah so and steve as always i mean i just i, I submit myself to you and and you know, I'm just here to serve and so you know, jump in at any time and okay. So I mean I'm just here to, to serve and then awesome. you to what to what the Father has. So Sounds so good. Father above all, Lord, we honor you today. Above all, Lord, we, we honor and we lift your name up. Father, there's no other name, Father, in which in which we uh find our, our help, our comfort, our salvation. And Father, on this day, Lord, we come and we we bring ourselves uh and we come under the shadow of your wing and protection. And Lord, we know that we're going into some deep waters here today by what what you're showing and, and what you're bringing forward in this time of, of history. And so, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would breathe upon that and bring your life to what, Lord, you are, are saying to your body and to your people ah, during this time. And Lord, I pray that anything, Father, that is not of you, Lord, I just pray that it would drop to the ground Lord, it would die. That it would not find a place to to germinate. 
So, Lord, I pray for each one watching, Lord, that you would just come upon them afresh today yeah. with uh, fresh eyes and fresh ears and open their hearts, Lord, uh, to your goodness and what you're doing in this hour. So, Lord, we, we, we also say no retaliation in Jesus' name for what is shared here and, and, and as this goes forth and what you're doing. Lord, we just we lift up uh, that shield of protection over us and our families and loved ones and extended families and team members and those that are involved on the front lines in Jesus' name. And we also call in the hosts to heaven. Yeah. Hear this word today. Yes, sir. Where it needs to go to. It would accomplish mm. all that it's supposed to yes, in the name Yeshua, the name above all names. Amen. 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 All right. Well, jump in. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. So, so Steve, um, you know, as we're talking, uh, you know, I was taking into that account encounter, you know, on uh, July the 8th. And uh, so at the time when I was last on, uh, I did not have permission to share this part of what he showed me that day. And uh, so for me, I just carry that in a place of intercession, uh, you know, and sometimes he gives permission to release it and sometimes he doesn't. But last week, uh, there was a, um, there was a moment that it was like something broke and, and I had permission to share that which, which I'm bringing today. Good, good. And uh, so here I am back in, in this uh, encounter, in this dream, and, and there's this big pile of, of files and uh, big bold red letters on it. It says 9-11 <laughs> classified. Mm. And uh, so as I looked at them, just like I did with the JFK uh, ones, they came to life in front of my eyes. Now, this one, it was a big, uh, a big screen that opened up in front of me. And, uh, you know, I was taken into the spirit and, and saw these boxes come to life. Now, I, I know this is going to sound strange. <laughs> you know, I get it. But it's happened to me in the past where, where I've done it. And, and this was one of those times where I was able to step right into that screen. Wow. That was before me. And just like you would crawl into a window. Yeah. <laughs> To get closer to what you're seeing. Do and, you, by the way, when that's happening, do you believe you're being transported, or is it your spirit's going into this place, or how how would you describe it? I, I would describe my spirit as going into that place. Okay. And uh, and I've had it before, where I've actually been able to go into different nations and different cities and walk about. You you feel wow. Now that's being trans. That's that's a translation if you walk into different cities, right? And you feel the sun on your kiss your skin, and you feel. Gee in the air uh yeah it's yeah i mean only the lord so there i was i was taken right in and the first thing i was taken into the spirit in this was into a series of meetings calls and briefings where i saw president george w bush <laughs> and he was deeply involved and oh. orchestrating and he was facilitating this and that and a very dark demonic plan, actually incomprehensible to think that this is what they would do to maintain power and to manipulate and control people. Now, 
I mean, I've jumped in here and like, it's more than I asked for, you know, to be honest. I mean, I mean, I didn't even ask for it. It just came. But uh, now these meetings, they were highly classified and they were all in regard to and, and surrounding the planning and the strategic planning of the tragic events mm. of 9-11. Now, now I'm going to say these plans were not being put together by foreign enemies. The, these plans were, were being developed and they were being put together from within. And, uh, uh, you know, it's mind-blowing for me to, to, you know, think that this could even happen, but here it was. And uh, the CIA, they were part of these meetings. They were coming in. They had, you know, different operatives that would come in with updates and information. They would look together and they were piecing. Like, this took a lot of planning. So as they came in, they had been given directives to wow. put together one of the largest and complex social engineering plans ever deployed in American history. And I'll say, furthermore, even globally. And uh, do you know what? There was no resource that was withheld from them. They were given everything that every resource that they required in the back end in a hidden way to do what they needed to do. So, so it was literally, I saw that there was years of planning and staging and pulling together every detail to bring a nation to its knees, mm. to change the world as we knew it and, and change it forever. And uh, so, I mean, it was, it was yeah. beyond. So the Holy Spirit took me into a venue where a group of men came out of a big uh, hall, is I guess how I would explain it. And there was a set of double doors, mm -hmm. and these double doors opened up, and people started to file out of this, out of this gathering. But, but it was a ceremonial gathering, and uh, so the, these big doors opened up, and I could see, you know, through these doors as people were coming out that, you know, this hall, it actually looked like the lights were turned off. Like it was so dark. I mean, it was practically black <clears throat> from what I could see in the lobby, like where I was standing, yeah. you know, looking through, you know, these doors and uh, where these people were coming out. Now, the first group of people that came out of this meeting and they were escorted kind of out with security, uh, you know, there's different dignitaries and one of the first ones that came out of that meeting was George W. Bush. And uh, they, they were, you know, brought into the lobby, heavy security. And, and there with him were, you know, other world leaders, other global elites <clears throat> were with him. And, and there was a good, like, there was a big group of them. And you know what? They were all dressed in full Masonic regalia. Really? <clears throat> You talking about George Bush, George Bush, and all. Yeah, and so George Bush, he actually, by what he was wearing, he appeared to have one of the highest levels uh, within them. Uh, and uh, so they they were, you know, all uh, you know, smiling, and they mm. were they gathered together for a few photos, and uh, now. 
this was a particularly special gathering because they were working, you know, as they gathered together as these globalists and these elites. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. They were gathered to work on these nefarious plans for 9-11. And in conjunction with that, they were doing these Masonic, these Masonic meetings in the back end of this. And uh, it was so dark. Now, my sense was this gathering was in Europe. I didn't know the exact location of the city, but it, to me, it felt like a, an older historical, mm. you know, facility that, you know, had the Masonic people had been using for a long time. You know, they were smug, you know, they were all smiles in front of the camera, but the underlying uh, deal with this, the evil they were working on was so obvious. So, I was taken into the spirit, into these high-level meetings with George W. Bush, Ooh. and of which uh, he was being briefed and updated, you know, on the plans for 9-11. And so I watched as different operatives came in and relayed information, and they were given further details and instructions and what to do and how they were to put things together and how to collaborate. And uh, now some of the meetings I was taking, like I bounced around, Steve, it wasn't so I would go to this one, I would have a glimpse, and then the Lord would take me into another one. Mm. And uh, so some of them were in kind of secluded offices. Uh, some were overseas mm. with other world leaders. And there were some on American soil, some with just Americans, uh, and some with foreigner, foreign leaders that had come in that were involved. And uh, so I was actually in the room there and there's George W. Bush and he's on the phone with somebody and they were joking, kind of jokingly talking about some big insurance policy that they had now put in place, you know, on these towers before, you know, this thing is to come together. And I mean, they kind of laughed together and how smooth, you know, it came together smoother than silk. And uh, now I was taken from there now. You know, I was in a, a room and I watched that there were these military briefings being held. And, you know, the, these elites and these globalists had planted, and probably the CIA yeah, had planted some dark insiders into the ranks so they could pull the strings that they needed to pull. And so they had access to certain uh, levels of security and things that uh, they needed in order to you know, do this in a kind of hidden, kind of yeah. in the open kind of a way. So they had operatives uh, in place to pull off, you know, this great deception. And, uh, you know, in one sense, it was the enemy hiding in plain sight. Now, can so I they, ask, stop you on that just for a minute? Because I have the notes that you're going to, and it talks about the insurance policy. Did you? know what that is or does that still to come did, did the lord tell you what their insurance yeah. policy was or i saw it have to do with some insurance on these properties that were coming down so i don't know. I mean actually you mean like actually an actual insurance policy yeah. yeah okay okay yeah like uh oh like 
like an actual policy that they put together and put in place. Okay. Oh, that their losses would be, you know, they'd make money here, they'd make money there. And, uh, you know, it was all very, uh, very clear. Wow. And, uh, you know, from there, I was taken into a briefing that was held at Windsor Castle with the Queen of England and uh, George W. Bush. And uh, they met privately. And, you know, he had a couple of guys with him, but uh, she was basically given insight into what was going to play out and, and to get some input from her as well. Uh, you know, because of, you know, certain interests that they had, you know, into what they were doing here, because it was more than just America. This was, in fact, uh, you know, kind of a marker, I believe, that was, <clears throat> changed changed the world. So. And did I, you, on that, because I saw that earlier, did, was, was Bush taking instructions from the Queen, or were they just collaborating on this and that? he had more than she did he was it was like he was more like involved in the quarterbacking of things okay. but okay. She did have, there was some overlap that came from that side that okay. they had you know was part of their considerations wow yeah so he did most of the presentation and uh you know she wasn't resistant at all in fact you know she had her two bits to to add and into the things there as well so uh you know, from the, you know so from there you know i go from england and i end up i i ended up uh you know in middle in, uh, there were teams in the middle east that had came and uh, they came to america and they met with uh you know the the administration there the bush folks and they left with suitcases uh, suitcases old hard cash and they had a way to grease the wheels that needed to be greased and uh you know i mean it was like they had this thing figured out that they'd figured who they could they knew they had a team together who they knew they could trust and work with next thing i know i'm in another room and uh this time it's a group of engineers <laughs> And uh, these guys, they're sparty pants, you know, I mean, they, they, they know, they know, they know how to design, they, they know structure. And there was also, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they were <laughs> defense type contractors mm. that were working with the engineers that were brought in and they were awarded special contracts to plan and work on the Twin Towers. Ah, and they knew very well what they were doing and what they were were involved in and, and what they were gonna do to bring these things down. And they were gonna be handsomely rewarded. And so they were given these, you know, there were these thick uh, red binders. Mm. And it, as you flip them open, you know, lots of, whether well, it's contract, information but there was also building drawings and building details it was all kind of laid out before them and it was all there and uh, i knew steve that this room i was in all that documentation 
it, it was in that room. It was all there. And uh, now their inner circle was relatively small. You know, they were all, you know, highly trained and trained in deceptive ways and means that had high level government, governmental and CIA coverage uh, in order to get things done. So they would be working, you know, above the law. And uh, as I was taken from there, and I was taken in the spirit into the basement of a building in New York City. Mm. And uh, now, I mean, I've never been to New York. I mean, I've never, I'd like to go one day, but I, I mean, I've never been. Uh, but I was taken into the basement of a building. And it, to me, it seemed like it was within a, a few blocks of the towers where they were. And it was a, a huge concrete warehouse space, mm. uh, kind of like a parkade, but mm. it had high ceilings. You know, it had electrical, you know, conduit. Mm. You know, pinned to the ceiling and then the kind of commercial, uh, you know, lights, you know, kind of row upon row upon row and, uh, you know, kind of basic, basic lighting. But I knew by the spirit of God that this had been a place to store gold. Ah! And, I, and I mean, ah! mm. I mean, there a lot of gold ah! mm. like, like this, this place, it was, it was big. Uh, and as crazy it was, it was empty. There was not one ounce of gold in that place. It was gone. Mm. Like it was not there. And I knew by the Spirit of God that it had been moved out before their big event. And I mean, it had to be, and we used to be in, you know, the construction business. And so I've got some sense of, space and i'm gonna say you know by my you know experience i guess that where i was at that was probably you know about thirty thousand square feet of concrete and high ceiling you know probably 20 25 foot ceilings cameras everywhere mm. there was no coming in and out of that place without surveillance and now there was a simple set of kind of service elevators on the one side and you came in and they had kind of a double set of locked vestibules so you'd come off the elevator and you were in this little room and you had to have all the special security and stuff to mm. you can get off the elevator into into the next vestibule and another set of security codes to get out and then there was uh, kind of a security office you know that basically monitored anyone coming in and out of out of that spot. And then on the other end, there was a, a ramp coming out, kind of like a parkade. And it had these really thick, heavy uh, steel doors, you know, where they could drive bigger trucks and stuff in and out of it. And out of the concrete, like at the bottom of the ramp in front of these, these big steel doors, they had these big, heavy pipes. Hmm bolsters that they kind of they would come up out of the cement and so you couldn't just drive through knock the door down and you know I guess some more security and uh, so you know they couldn't just smash the door down and get in so 
there would be no, from what I saw in there, there would be no possible way for this gold to be moved out without full intentions mm. of, of doing so. This had to be an inside job. I mean, I mean, it would be impossible to, mm. to move that amount of gold out of that place. And uh, so I was taken back into that room full of boxes and documents and uh, not all evidence had been destroyed. Now they had ordered all of the evidence to be destroyed, but it had not been the full evidence wow. as to what and how it was planned is soon coming to light. And America and then will be appalled and the nations will be shaken. And the evidence, I believe, is coming forth, hence coming forth, henceforth quickly. And I saw that there are whistleblowers that they can't live with themselves. Oh, wow. That, that they're going to come clean. And I say, there's not a day that they don't think about this. And this is to anyone that's joined later. This whole thing is about 9-11 and what happened and how it was planned. Am I, am I stating that correctly? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. And so what I saw, Steve, is these guys, they, they, you know, they, they worked together. They were involved in this. But I saw a few of them, a group of them, starting to talk to one another. Mm. And uh, and work together, but they were afraid for their lives. But no matter the cost, they had determined within their heart mm. that they were going to tell the truth, and even at the risk of personal charges and consequences, that they just could not hold it back any longer. And the exposure that they were going to bring would validate and explain beyond a shadow of a doubt <clears throat> who was involved and how it was done and why. So wow. Holy Spirit is blowing upon these dark days to bring justice and healing to the nation. So. Wow. Wow. And that's the end of that. And then it says the cabal will fall. All that has been stolen will, shall be recovered. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So I was taken in, Steve. I was taken in uh, into a, a very simple uh, courtroom. But it wasn't, you know, it was, this was a military uh, tribunal in court. And I saw, based on the intel and that which was going to be released from these whistleblowers, I saw the arrests. And it'll go from, it, it could go from George W. Bush and down to everyone that was involved. And there was going to be a high price to pay for those that had been involved. And so they thought they got away with it. But the Lord is bringing it to a surface and it is not going away. And the cabal will fall. And all that has been stolen shall be recovered. Yeah, and that's been 22 years ago that this thing happened, if I think wow. I'm saying that right. And so I'm sure that those involved thought, we we did it. We got away with it. 
if they would have caught us, they would have had us long ago. Uh, you know, it's we got away with it. No one can ever prove anything. But you've got you're seeing in vision form or an encounter or in being transported there that they uh, they're going to have. It's already the documentation is there yes. to be had. So you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Steve, as I you know, I'm journaling this out. And uh, like oh, I'm praying, praying over it, and you know, Lord, what do we do with this? Yeah, Lord spoke to me, and uh, he dropped a word on me, and he said, Barry, tell my people that this great deception is coming to an end. Wow. It is time to bring full exposure once and for all, yeah. for they know it is coming, and they're fighting back as best as they can, but with no prevail for i will prevail and justice will be served so tell my people that all that has been done to beset them shall be dealt with for there shall be a great price to pay for those power thirsty greedy and corrupt ones who refuse to repent and turn from their wicked ways even now I'm pressing on hearts to come forth, to come clean, and to bring forth truth. So those who do repent and turn to me for mercy shall find it. For many were used mm. and put into positions where their own lives and their families were put into danger, and they are tormented to this day. So what is burning in them shall drive them to expose the truth. Wow. The time is soon upon us to set them free. And I have prepared a path for you. So as you come forth, I shall protect you and I shall provide all that you need to get it done. For the evidence that you have and the keys that you hold will tip the scales of the justice for the nations. For you have not known who to trust, for you have suffered the ultimate betrayal. So let me tell you today, now is the time to step forward. Now is the day to release truth. There are those that I've put in place in this hour that you can trust, you can work with, and they are expecting you. So do not fear and do not be afraid, for I will be with you, for you are not alone. And mm. I've prepared a place for you to move things forward. So be strong and be courageous. I have you covered, for I am shaking things apart in this hour, and there will be no escaping it. So follow me and follow my lead, and we'll do this together. For my love for you is passionate, and I will do nothing to you to bring, and I will do stop at nothing to bring justice, healing, renewal, and restoration to you and the nations. And holy is the word of the Lord. You know, one of the things I'm picking up on this, at least personally, is that all my life I've seen the the wicked prevail. They don't get caught. They don't pay a price. Some, some a few token people go to jail or to prison, but most of the head people, and I uh, get away with it. And I say to myself, well, at least one day, when the whole thing is wrapped up on earth, God will will reward each one according. And then that that part is still true. But what this is detailing is that every everyone's going to be exposed now 
this side of heaven, not in the sweet by and by. Yes. Which is, that makes it a sweeter thing because, you know. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Since he came to give us life and life abundantly, the one of the ways he does that is taking care of the justice here and now so that we can have abundant life. Yes. Yeah, really good, really good news. The enemy is caught. He has Love to it. sevenfold. He takes one thing, he's going to give back seven times. Mm, so and so, so may it come. Yeah. Now, July 17, you had an encounter. That one's going to look interesting. Yeah. So, uh, again, you know, like these days, Steve, I mean, I, I can't get through a day without having to, you know, have a little bit of a rest in the afternoon. Yeah. And... Uh, but you know it kind of i mean it's more fun than three o'clock in the morning yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh anyway uh i was taken into the spirit again in a dream where and i I hope i'm going to say this right but uh it it was you know the leader from china uh and you know it's xi like g something like that yeah g g (laughs) ping And I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. But I was taken into the spirit, and I was taken into a meeting with officials in China. And uh, now, Steve, to me, you know, there this was uh, a special meeting, and you know, I think if you see like a university auditorium, that kind of a feel where it's got kind of a big platform, you know, kind of a stage. Yeah. Front, and then there's you know a couple of hundreds you know rows of kind of theater uh, seating you know in the room and uh, so this is this is you know kind of the environment well this is the environment that I was in and I was off to the front you know a front row off on the side and there was a Chinese man on the platform and he was just highlighted to me I feel like he had a spotlight hmm. you know just kind of front and center and over his head, I saw the letters XI. Ah, his name, G, floating above his head. And so, you know, wherever he moved, walked around, that thing moved around with him. And mm. I, I don't know, I mean, just like for me, I, I have to look it up uh, just to see what that meant. And here it turned out that it's the leader of the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. And yeah. uh, now there was a table full of other officials with him, you know, on the platform. And they also had uh, their names over them, but it was in the uh, Chinese language. I don't know if Mandarin, mm. I don't know what kind of language it was, but I couldn't read it other than the symbols. You know, yeah. There. So I realized that here he was, here was, you know, G, uh, the leader of the, you know, Communist Party, front and center. And so they had gathered together and it was kind of like a, a special, like it was, wasn't kind of like an emergency meeting, like they, it was called together with purpose because things were quickly changing around them. And uh, so they had gathered together for high level strategy and planning. And uh, now the, the auditorium was full and, you know, they were taking notes as 
they were presented with updates and they had a big you know video screens up there where they were showing different things and statistics and maps and different things that they were presenting and uh, i saw reports on this big screen and they were indicating that there were tens tens of thousands Chinese Communist Party members that had gained access into America and assimilated into the nation. They, Steve, they had been strategically positioned and they had come in, you know, on an assignment to position themselves within America uh, to gain advantage and control wherever they could. I mean, it was extremely well planned and extremely well executed. Now, I saw how they had bought and owned the Bidens, the access that they needed, where they couldn't get it on their own. And uh, they actually were kind of making light of it, that it, it happened much easier than they'd expected it to be. And they had been given access to information that they simply should not have had. And essentially, the treasonous actions of of Joe Biden were going to be fully exposed to bring an enemy into your nation, give them the open books. I mean, there's going to be a high price to pay for those actions. But now it was time, decisions were you know being ramped up and now they were walking a very narrow path very cautiously you know very surely but they were taken very calculated step by step forward movement mm. you know it wasn't like you know that they didn't come in it, it was calculated mm. but now they were being forced into a position by the actions and the moves of the Biden administration. And the room was quiet. You know, I mean, you got a couple hundred people in the room, but but the reality of what they were looking to do uh, and what lied, a, lied ahead was just heavy in the air. I mean, it was very sobering. And uh, this was no ordinary meeting. And like I say, it was like an emergency response it wasn't business as normal. And so I was taken from there into a side room. Hmm. And here is, is Putin from Russia and G, you know, from, from China. And they were on a briefing call. And they were now in it together, stronger and more unified than ever. And they were collaborating intel and data and, you know, collaborating. And, and I mean, I, here's Putin, who, who is no angel. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's, he's no angel. But he had evidence uh, that he was sharing of the, the World Economic Forum and the, global, the globalists uh, and how they were using uh, Ukraine as a home base and the cesspool that had been operating through there. And 
there was evidence of trillions of dollars wow. globally that laundered money coming out of the nations to human and child trafficking mm. that was being exposed to bio labs that were being exposed. It was all there in plain, in hidden sight, or hidden in plain sight. Mm. And now Putin was determined to put a stop to it in and by whatever means he had to. And the exposures that the enemy had been hiding were coming to light. And so as Putin stood up against this stuff and, and started to flush it out, uh, justice is being served. And it's pulling the cover, and by from what I it's pulling the cover off of these globalist elites and what they're what they're up to. So Holy Spirit whispered to me, and and he said that he was gonna light it all up in a way that the nations would be able to see. So wow. they had enough. You know, I mean, when I looked at, at Putin and G, they had had enough from the Biden and him administration group and the blatant and reckless actions that they had taken and that they were still taking. The corruption and instability of the Biden regime had clearly impacted things beyond anything that they were able to negotiate or so, sort through in a in a practical, reasonable way. So I'm not taken from there, Steve. And I'm over Cuba. And I, I look at Cuba from the air. And it's just there's a part of Cuba on a shore on the shoreline where all these boats, ships are coming in and out. It's just a buzz with activity. So as I was taken closer, I was showing areas that had been designated to the Chinese Communist Party to come in and move in military assets and set up what they could, and they could call it a staging area. And so from, from that spot, it would give them reach into America that they had been waiting for and planning for some time. Mm. Now, now, Cuba and Russia, you know, they were all these guys were all well aware, kind of working together and in support of what was about to roll out. And, uh, you know, it was something else. So, man, and um, let me go back for a second on the, on the whole Ukraine thing. Um, Putin, who you said is not an angel, no, Putin's, Putin's not an angel, but in this case. They were done. They were fed up with the World Economic Forum. So at least in those moments, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So they're acting like friends because we're going to help clean up this yeah. ball. We're going to help clean up this yeah. child trafficking. Was that part of it as well? Yes. So he's temporarily a good guy. Yes. With a bunch of evil motives towards this nation. If, am I reading that about right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that there's, uh, you know, I think with what, you know, the support that the Bidens have brought and endorsed and the amount of money that's flowed into the Ukraine at the expense of the American people. Yeah. Uh, to, to, and how much of that actually even goes into the, yeah. to the 
working, how much of that just goes into people's pockets, you know, I think we'll be surprised. Yeah. When that shows up. Yeah, well, I think the American people, if most will identify with the, there's a helpless feeling we have, we can pray, but we have, we're just helpless to stop them from sending money. If Congress keeps approving it and they keep sending it and they keep saying that we have the authority to do this and Congress keeps letting them get away with it, there's this helpless feeling. And I think that's one of the reasons God's showing you this because God said, I'm going to burn this thing up or something. Um, that was the last page. I dropped it on the floor here, yeah. but I mean, it said something like, I'm going to light this thing up. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, so I was taken then into, uh, in America now I'm back yeah. in America. I'm taken into a governmental, uh, military style facility. And, uh, there I'm in a back room, and there is Barack Obama, hi, and Susan Rice. And uh, it seemed like a kind of an out-of-the-way, you know, military base. It, it just it had a remote feel to it. And uh, in that meeting, Obama, I mean, he was visibly angry and visibly really upset and almost punch drunk, <coughs> you know. You know, his emotions were running so high. And in my mind, you know, in seeing that, it was almost impairing his logic, mm. ability to function, you know, in a normal way. Because when you give yourself to to your emotions above, you know, that, I mean, you're going to, that'll take you down a bad path. And uh, the stress, I could just see the stress, the fatigue, mm. the frustration, the high pressure high pressure of exposure uh it was all taking a toll and they were in a position where everything was collapsing around them and you know the plans that they had were not working out and it was at a point where they were unleashing everything that they could to try and stop president donald trump from exposing and removing the evil ones from these positions and you know good, I good. In the spots even and you know i was taken into this little military spot into this meeting behind closed doors and you know they it was it was like a morning briefing mm. where, where obama was calling the shots he and rice you know had been working and they had re operatives reporting back to them daily briefings information and the global elites and the WEF. Mm. And uh, they had an evil agenda to roll out, and they weren't going to stop until they themselves had been taken out. For them, it was a fight under the death. And uh, now Biden and his handlers, they were brought in to meet the Obama administration and given the daily update. But Biden was a mess. I mean, he's out of his natural mind. And impossible to control. And, you know, it, things had just gone from bad to worse. And the writing was on the wall. So they had to get them out as soon as they could at this point. But the damage had, would be irreparable. But yet there was more to come. Ooh. Now, I mean, Obama, and he had a temper. And I mean, he was yelling at those around him that like he wasn't doing well. Like he thought that he could, you know, give them X, Y, and Z. But you know, they would try and do X, Y, and Z. And I believe the Lord would flip it over. So they, I mean, 
whatever they had, they, they were unsuccessful. And it was really getting under his skin. So I felt that Barack Obama was also soon to be in the spotlight hmm. to answer to his role in the corruption and the deception in front of this nation. And now, Barack Obama, he had a suitcase. It was a pretty good size that he packed that thing everywhere. I mean, he didn't let it out of his sight. And it had details. It had documents. It had electronic files. Wow. It had everything in there. And he could not let it get out. For if he did, you know, it would be, you know, it would be all over for him. And for them, for it contained evidence that they have to try and hide because it showed the collaboration of, you know, so much more. But even that which they used to steal the election, ah, it was all there. I mean, they had tried to spin this and spin that in the face of the public. And they had a way that they tried to twist it, wrap it in some lies and deception and throw it back at President Donald Trump. Hmm. But, you know, they had a legal team working with Barack and, and this group. And, and I watched wheelbarrows full of cash, wow. gold, coming in from Soros ah, and his group to fund and to interfere with this process. But try as they might, they were not able to get the traction that they were hoping for. And they were getting caught and exposed lie after lie. Mm. So I this wow. dark, wow. uh, dark spirit, you know, it was a spirit that was working through a principality, launching attack after attack on the nation and President Trump and the remnant of patriots and believers. I mean, it was fierce. So I saw an angel army that had gathered and they had boots on the ground and they were gathered as far as my eyes could see and they were working at making a way and i saw as they moved through the streets that they were surrounding trump and his team and other righteous leaders i mean it was it was reassuring and most amazing to see the strength of this angel army growing and growing in the strength of the nation, moving forward, taking back the land for the glory of God. And, you know, as they moved from the streets, I actually saw patriots and Americans joining them and gathering with them on the path to freedom. So they moved through the streets and they claimed one building at a time. Hmm. The White House, the Senate, the Supreme Court, the FBI, the CIA, the Federal Reserve, more. And by the time it was done, it would never be the same again. Mm. Huh, so, so good, so good, so good. So I was taken there against you. I mean, this is this is crazy. But I came in a, kind of in the middle. It felt like a rural kind of a place. And uh, there was a lineup at the gate at this facility, and and it was different ones that were coming to gather. It was kind of a safe a safe place mm. or at a secure facility that was meant to receive whistleblowers and evidence from the nations who had tie-ins 
with the corrupt leaders from their nations into the Biden regime and the global elites. Now, the White Hats knew exactly what to do, how to do it, and they had the grace and the favor of the Lord to do so. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And uh, so these folks, they would come, you know, from their nation, they would have their stuff, they'd be taken in and, you know, basically given a place where they could work to bring resolution. So at this point, I was taken to a large gate. And I'm talking this gate, Steve, it was probably 40 feet tall, 100 feet wide. And the door, like these gates were probably two feet thick. And it was ornate, hmm. but it also had the look of a fortress. I mean, it was built of bronze, and it was built of iron, and uh, it swung easily on the hinges of grace. Hmm. And uh, we stood there together in unity as the ecclesia and the remnant and new governmental leaders. Hmm. And, and I stood in front of those gates with hundreds of millions of people wow. behind, ready to enter through these gates. I mean, I was surrounded by hosts of angels, brothers and sisters, ah, leaders, world leaders. President Trump and his team were at my side. And there were millions of people ready to enter in. And we were literally standing at these gates to enter through. But, but I knew that once these gates were open and we entered in, it was a new day. And the horrific past would be behind us, and we'd be free once again, but and freer than ever before. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for. I mean, I had tears and I'm rolling down my cheeks. I look back over the millions of people that were, were you know, waiting. I mean, it was just over the top, and uh, you know, clearly there was going to be no way we could open these gates on our own. So we stood there waiting. And, there were shouts of victory through the crowd. It'd be spontaneous worship that would come and, and mm. blow the crowd. Mm. I mean, the, the atmosphere was electric with anticipation. I mean, I just stood in awe. And then from the distance, I see approaching these gates two of the biggest angels I've ever seen. I mean, I mean, see these these boys. I mean, mm. I, I want to say they were probably at least twenty feet tall. I mean, they stood half the size of these doors, of these gates, but they were adorned with such strength and an authority, and, and yet love flowed mm. from them. So as they made their way through the crowd, the people would cheer, and you know, but there was also reverence, and uh, I mean, they had such a, a grace upon them and a love, and, and they were protectors. I mean, they were. Wow. They made their way to these gates, and they stood one at each side. <laughs> they were there reporting for duty. The Lord of hosts had sent them. And given the word of the Lord, they would swing those gates wide open for all to pass through. And things were all coming into place. Wow. And the Father said to me, Barry, tell my people that you're about to pass into all that I have for you. For things as you know them are about to be changed forever. So enter in with praise and enter in with worship. Enter in with fullness of joy. Enter in with thanksgiving and prepare to take dominion 
prepare to take it all back from the enemy, for prepare for the impossible to be possible and be prepared to launch. Mm. Be prepared to gather with your tribe. Prepare for healing and restoration. Prepare for revival. Prepare for abundant wealth. Prepare for abundant health. And do not be afraid of what's coming. For once I swing wide these gates, there's no one that can close them. For what the enemy is actually doing is driving my people to these gates. The lost shall come and find life and forgiveness in me, for I shall use it all for my glory, and my glory shall cover the earth. So it is coming, and it is here. So come, 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 my beloved. Come, 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 my bride, and make yourself ready. Come, 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 and get your fill of your oil in your lamps, for now and for the days ahead, and holy is the word of the Lord. Wow, Barry, that's really intense. That's just really, really intense, but an, an amazing thing. You know, <laughs> it just feels so good to have the Lord tell, show you how the how the end of the story in this particular battle. I mean, hmm. um, does it feel like that whole thing come and come, and, and the angels, and we're, there's millions? Is Does that feel... Seasonal is not the right word. Does that feel like it's a now time or it's almost upon us? Whoa, there's yeah. an intense. Okay. I believe it's a now time. Wow. I feel that there's something very special. It's like we got Rosh Hashanah coming up yeah. in September. And we, we've got a, I feel like there's very something very special that we're coming through in the next, even the next few months that are, are critical. For where we're going and what what's so happening. So good, so good, so good, so good. Wow, you're gonna sleep well tonight, Barry. I, I hear it. <laughs> you you worked hard on that one too. The the Holy Spirit's constantly bearing witness with you and giving the manifestations in your body. For anyone that's new to that, that's kind of what's going on. When you'll say something that's rather rather important, or the Holy Spirit sees as important, they'll feel a manifestation. Uh, in his body, you know, his spirit bearing witness with our, his spirit, Holy Spirit's spirit bearing witness with our spirit, you know, that we're the children of God and that this is important and good stuff. So, well, Barry, before we get into pr prayer here, um, give us a, an update on the Canadian situation. I, I we just got, I just got, I, for me, I think it's somehow good news that Trudeau and his wife are separating or divorcing because that means his world's coming apart and God, he, Trudeau is not exactly God's favorite person. Okay, that's my commentary. What's right. your commentary? Right. Yeah. Do you know what? Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know that they've been together for some time. You know, I think optic. I think this might have been just a public announcement. Oh. To make it public, but from uh, I, I don't believe that. You know, this isn't a new thing. I think mm -hmm. that they they have done a few public events together, but uh, you know, I think they're a little more more hidden hidden away with that. But there is talk, uh, you know, we're hearing from the back rooms that he is talking about uh, pulling another uh, fall election, you know, if you can believe that. Uh, and so that would not surprise us to see him him do that and try and maintain, you know, the control that, that he's got uh, or, you know, through the nefarious, you know, uh, yeah, through not actual voting, but who they say the actual vote was, right? The same thing is over here, down here from you. 
Yes. And, uh, you know, we still have issues with, you know, the Chinese involvement here in Canada and our government, probably even, you know, maybe more so even than what you, you have in America. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, it, it, that is still uh, a cause for great concern. Uh, you know, when we hear some of the, the numbers that are kind of on the ground here, you know, allegedly. Uh, but, but there are people, there is a remnant rising within Canada. Yeah, you know, and not all of them are believers, but you know, there's literally hundreds of thousands of patriots within our nation that are uh, prepared to stand, you know, for what is what is what is right. Stand for the children. Yeah. Against you know the, you know these uh, agendas of, you know the, the child, uh, you know the change in the the gender identity and yeah, trans trans, trans thing you know all of that uh you know i mean we, we've got epidemic levels of drug use right now uh you know i look steve and probably same for the states but you know with the legalization of you know some of the drugs you know marijuana is legalized yeah. but the, the, the drug use up here in canada it is at epidemic levels and you know they've got sites set up that are free injection sites. Oh, really? Yeah. Free, free injection of hard hard drugs. Yeah. So 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 they're they're basically supervised, you know, where they can go in and do and and so what it's done, you know, it's taken a nation of our young men, uh, who you know we're, we're called to be warriors. Yeah. You know, as men, we're called to be providers. We're called to be protectors. We're called to be, you know, stand in a place of authority in our families and within our nation. And and what's happened is we've had a demasculinized, de uh, you know, deal through you know the the school system through, you know, all of their their agendas, that so you know we've really reduced you know that and the other part of it then is a lot of them are being taken out by by you know addictions, drugs, alcohol porn uh and isn't it your perspective that of course satan's it was his plan all along but the that the deep state has has been behind all of this yes. fomenting uh the crash of society so that they would have world control right i mean this is just their attempt to ruin our masculinity and femininity is to ruin marriages to ruin uh your health through drug addictions to make them dependent on the state for because of the drug it's all it's all orchestrated isn't it yeah 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 it, it, it is and i mean then now we've got reports where we've got a couple of provinces that are you know they're talking about uh you know the the in, in you know another round of injections uh you know here for the whole, so so that continues to be you know rolled out right now yeah. and then uh you know our farmers here steve you know, I look at farming and, you know, growing up in a rural, rural Alberta and, and you look at the cost of living, you look at inflation and how, you know, they, they are controlling the agriculture and our natural resources. Uh, man, I mean, we live in, you know, we're a breadbasket of the world here yeah. where, where we could feed, you know, many out of our nation. And, uh, but, you know, they, they're, they're just trying every way they can to regulate and do this and do that. But I believe that it, it is not uh, too far away where we're going to see that flipped over. And, uh, 
you know, that we have, I have reason to believe that there's evidence coming out in Canada that there'll be the whistleblowers that are coming forward that have evidence enough to bring down the Canadian government. Ha! They're coming forward. They're coming out. And so we just pray for protection over them. Yeah. They safe path to bring what they've got so that truth can prevail and freedom can come for the nation of Canada. Then that they would have courage and that they would have boldness. And, so good. And, and, and two for who? Huh. Yeah. And, and for, for the pastors, that they would they would be led by the spirit and not be controlled by their paycheck. They yeah. Would not be controlled by political religious spirits. I mean, they don't have enough of police and uh, law and military in the world if a, if a given country says we will not comply. They don't have enough jails. They don't have enough. If, if everybody agrees we're not going to put on masks, we're not going to get injections, we're not going to get boosters, you're not, we're not going to submit to this kind of control, they would start. But there's not enough armies in the world. No. If people would absolutely unite and say no, this far and no further, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to stand against digital IDs. Yeah, stand against all that stuff. But I will say, as a testimony, that God is uh, doing miracles. And you know, we've had some friends that have you know been in touch with me that are involved in in uh, child trafficking, rescuing, and uh, they just came out of a major battle. And I can't get into it all publicly here, but yeah. uh, they came out much farther ahead with a victory when they stood up and they said, no, we're not going to go. We're going to take our stand. And Father stood with them and not only gave them a victory, but he gave them more. And uh, it's actually beautiful. So so as we do that, the Lord will honor it. Yeah, so good, so good. Well, Barry, uh, in this closing time here, uh, go ahead and pray for the people and, you know, if you will, and bless the yeah. people. Yeah, so, Lord, I just yeah. Father, I just thank you for each one watching, Lord. I, I ask, Lord, that you'd stir us in a place, Father, that you'd bring a hunger upon us, Father, that uh, we yeah. would press into you and we would just uh, press into that intimacy with you in this day. Father, we need you so much. And, and, Lord, I pray for each family that's each grandma, each grandpa, each mom, each dad, each child. Lord, you know you know the, the situations in each life. Yeah. Lord, you know the health issues, you know financial issues, you know marriage and, yeah. <laughs> marriage and relational challenges within families. Yeah. So, Lord, I ask that by your grace, Father, you just would come. You just overshadow these ones today. Lord, I'm asking for a breaker anointing to come on your remnant kids. Yes, Lord. Father, that they could take back what the enemy has stolen in their own lives and in their own families. We just declare and decree uh, victory over them. And we pray for uh, the leaders of our nations. Lord, I just lift up those, Father, in, in America, mm. Lord, that are finding themselves on the front lines that might be weary. Lord, I pray that for wisdom. Father, I pray for uh, just a, an insight, Father, that you'd reveal the path that you have to take on the victory. And we just pray for protection over our Raleigh's and, and that there would be nothing that would take them out. No assassinations, ah! no attacks, no unnecessary uh, kickback in yeah. Jesus' name. We declare life over your people today. Life, joy, grace. 
fun, happiness, Father, to go ahead strong for the days ahead. In your name, I pray. Ah. Amen, amen, amen. Barry, thank you so much. God bless you. It's just, uh, we're in this battle. We're doing it together, the Canada and the U.S. and from our part of the world, and of course, people throughout the earth that are righteous believers, and a number of righteous unbelievers, they're, they're pre-Christians would be a word we would say there. They're already acting with righteousness, but they, they haven't received the Lord. And then a whole lot of people who are on the dark side who have yet to repent, you know, so there's a whole lot of the things are going to look different, you know. Anyway, God bless you. Uh, Barry, I appreciate it so much. Like I said, you're going to sleep well tonight because you worked hard on this one. So, But uh, I appreciate you sharing the revelation with us and uh, giving updates as you can and how this all goes over from your world. So appreciate it. All right, everybody, thank you. Uh, Mike Thompson again will be with us tomorrow. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you in the morning, 11 o'clock Pacific. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.